Teen Time Present Podcast on Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast on Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The human body is quite remarkable, and when something goes wrong with it, we go to a doctor or to a hospital. But there are some things that are not easy to fix. The human heart is one of those things. It works incredibly well for every second of every day for maybe 80 or 90 years or more. But sometimes people do have heart disease or might even need a heart transplant. These are extremely complex operations, so why can't we just build an artificial heart? That is proving a particularly difficult task for scientists, even after decades of research. Mechanical pumps haven't had the reliability of the human heart, or can be rejected by the body too. So scientists are rethinking how to do this, and are now working on developing an artificial heart that works in exactly the same way as the real heart. It remains a really difficult prospect, especially as our own hearts are so hardworking. But one day, a truly reliable artificial heart might be available. One aspect of medicine that seems to divide the scientific world is homeopathy. This is the centuries-old practice of using minute doses of natural remedies, diluted many times over, to cure diseases. The medical logic says that of course this can't work, as the quantities of the remedy are so tiny. But homeopathy practitioners cite cases where the process of homeopathy has worked. So who is right? That is impossible to say for sure, as traditional medicine and homeopathy work in different ways and in different manners on the human body. Most regular medicine uses relatively high concentrations of drugs to combat diseases, but homeopathy seems to work by getting the body to heal itself. Ultimately, though, we still know only a fraction of how our bodies work, and so, at the very least, everybody in science needs to keep an open mind on the methods and variations of different cures. In the last few months, there has been some really bad news about the number of elephants and rhinos being killed in Africa. The number is higher than ever, and many years of conservation efforts in the last 30 years have been destroyed by indiscriminate killing of elephants for their tusks and rhinos for their horns. There is now a very real risk that both species could be extinct in a very few years. It's all about money and what is valued in different countries. An elephant tusk can raise many thousands of dollars, and so it is a very easy way for poachers, those who illegally kill these animals, to make money. Of course, the best way for the trade to stop is for everyone to stop buying any of these products. It is illegal to trade these things in almost every country, but illegal products do still make it through, in particular to markets in the mainland and other parts of Southeast Asia. So, if you are ever on holiday and are shopping in a local market, just remember to never buy elephant or rhino products. It would be illegal to bring them back into Hong Kong anyway. And if you do see them in a shop, then don't buy anything from that shop either. Science. 
However, it is very good to see that more and more companies in Hong Kong are choosing not to stock or trade shark fin for shark fin soup. As I've mentioned before on the science blog, the worldwide trade in shark's fin is centered in Hong Kong, and if that continues, then many species of shark could be extinct in the next few years. But with more organizations saying no to shark fin products here, that is sending a much better signal to the rest of the world and can really make a difference. Maybe you have looked at Hong Kong or other places using Google Maps, the amazing way to look at places all over the world from above. But a new system is being developed that would use cameras from the International Space Station to send images down to Earth, so that you could see where you live, where your school is, or anywhere else on the planet. The difference with this new system to existing maps like Google is that it would be live. So you could use the website to see what your neighborhood was doing in real time. Of course, you couldn't use this all of the time or on any day you liked, as it would depend on when the International Space Station was flying overhead. But it would give the potential to give a whole new perspective on where you are now from space. There's no date as to when this might happen, but it could be as early as next year. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world.